Wonder Soul. Wonder Soul. Wonder Soul. Welcome to the stadium. Get ready for the ultimate showdown. Mew versus Mew 2. Bring all your skill. Bring all your courage. The Pokemon match of all time is here. Training is over. Catch it. Pokemon, the first movie, and the mini-movie Pikachu's Vacation, now available on video cassette and DVD. With the never-before-seen story of Mewtwo's origin, an exclusive sneak preview of Pokemon, the second movie, and an all-new Mewtwo game card inside specially marked video cassettes and DVDs. Pikachu! Welcome everyone to our very nostalgic episode of Wonder Soul today where we are going to go back into the late 90s, uh, specifically 98, 99, and even early 2000s, and we are going to talk about a legendary film. Uh, the reason why I use the word legendary is because this particular film came out at the peak the absolute peak of popularity and hype for this specific franchise and uh i haven't watched this movie in quite some time <laughs> and uh, i just remember how much it meant to me and probably you if you were a fan of pokemon uh, in the late 90s, early 2000s, and even if you're a fan of Pokemon today, regardless, Pokemon the first movie, or Mewtwo Strikes Back, was a mega big deal <laughs> when we were growing up, uh, and for the franchise of Pokemon. But before we get into that, let me go ahead and say thank you for listening to Wonder Soul and tuning into this podcast, this episode. If this is your first time listening to Wonder Soul, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Go back and listen to previous episodes in the catalog. And also, I just want to quickly shout out to everyone who supports the Twitch and YouTube channel. And obviously, our Patreon supporters. Thank you so much. Anyways, this week has been so exciting. Just because for the first time in a long time, I personally have the required system to play the new the latest pokemon game sword and shield which is coming out november 15th and actually at the time of this recording i will be going to pick up my copy with my good friend mike who you have also heard on the podcast and he also has his own youtube and twitch channel uncle mike's world go check that out anyways so it's been pretty wild uh, preparing for this game, the the hype uh, surrounding it, even some controversy and stuff and all that, and that's for a whole nother conversation. Pokemon was 
a major thing for me growing up and for getting me into things like anime, uh, introducing me to a lot of Eastern culture and a lot of the entertainment stories and characters from Japan, um, and probably was the major reason for a lot of people, a lot of kids growing up, especially in the 90s. Well, in the 90s, uh, at the height of popularity, Pokemon, the first movie, uh, was created and released here in America. Now, I just watched the movie a couple of times before doing this episode. Uh, I have a VHS copy uh, that comes with a lot of different things. And, you know, honestly, uh, going back and watching this and also looking up some information on the film and the whole process behind it, because, you know, for me, I'm like eight nine years old when this movie comes out so i was a kid i just wanted to watch something pokemon i wanted to get the cards i wanted to get the toys from burger king you know i'm just living off of the uh just pure enjoyment and, and, and excitement for the movie and pokemon in general so you know now being an adult and watching this film i i want to talk about my thoughts on that but i also want to give you guys some more insight on the film because i know for most of us uh this was a film that was a big deal but we were just so young maybe there's certain things that we didn't even pick up on or know about so that's what i would like to do today uh let me start off with this number because i thought this was incredible but the worldwide box office for pokemon the first movie was 172 million dollars it made a crap ton of money and not only that it had broke a couple of records one was like i think it was the biggest animated film opening of all time but it was quickly um toppled over by toy story 2 that came out a couple weeks after this film came out uh so in late november of uh 99 at least here in america um so everybody got different experiences with this film one because well we all got different cards do you remember the pokemon cards that we got when you went and saw this film there was mewtwo Dragonite, uh, Pikachu, and Electrobuzz. And those were like the trading cards that you could get when you went and saw the movie at the movie theater. Uh, something really cool uh, when I went and saw Detective Pikachu, and I'm pretty sure everywhere they were showing this, uh, they did the same thing in a way. They gave away cards. So you got these like exclusive Pokemon cards when you went and saw the film. So that was really cool. And for anybody who's not familiar with Pokemon, uh, Pokemon's a interesting thing because, you know, as a fan of the franchise, you could be a fan of the video games, uh, the anime or TV show, um, or the trading cards. And everybody did uh, their own thing with them. Some people used them for competitions, uh, the trading cards, and the games. Uh, some of them just like to collect and, and enjoy the journey and enjoy the adventures of Ash by watching the anime. And some people did it all. But it was so cool because it hit you from so many different fronts. And this was such a big deal, this whole film. And it was already enticing because everybody, every kid wanted something Pokemon. You had to get everything Pokemon. Maybe their whole catchphrase, gotta catch them all, was more like, yo, gotta get all of our merchandise, <laughs> you know, have to get all of our stuff. Because, you know, after watching some documentaries and different things on the Pokemon craze in the 90s, 
you know, as a parent, I can't even imagine, you know, trying to, oh, I got to get a Game Boy Color, I got to get the game, I got to get the cards, and oh, there's just so much stuff, and there was a ton of stuff. And it always felt like it wasn't enough. So even though we had a cool ass show uh, with the anime following Ash, Misty, Brock, and all of them, and uh, obviously Pikachu, um, you know, you could do your own adventure through the the games, red, blue, um, I think yellow comes out after this movie came out. And, uh, but anyways, you had the video games and then you had the cards. And like, I had a local comic book shop that I would go to and buy packs and, participate in tournaments and just try to collect and you know uh just be the best pokemon trainer i could be growing up but then obviously you had the toys at burger king you had the gold plated you know uh pokemon cards uh in the pokeballs and just different things it was just insane and i have to say that this film this 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 part of my life is very important to me and so nostalgic now um because I look at it, I'm like, oh, it's 2019. We're getting a new Pokemon game. I'm excited. And we got Detective Pikachu this year in May, which, you know, I almost forgot it came out this year. And that's crazy. That's the first live action Pokemon movie and Mewtwo's in that. And there's a lot of like inspiration from this movie, uh, Pokemon the first movie. And I thought that that's really cool. Um, but, you know, it just feels like, wow, that was like 20 plus years ago. That's that's insane. And it's so crazy in a lot of ways how it's been able to uh, thrive throughout all of these years. Now, I'm not the Pokemon fan that's played every game all the time, you know, and, and went in that route. And I know that there are individuals out there and I'm sure it just, you know, it's fun and it makes them happy. I get it. Um, so there was a time where I kind of jumped off the Pokemon train for a minute, but when I think of when I was super into it, nothing, uh, but this movie comes to mind because of just the excitement of <laughs> all the hype building up to, you know, Pokemon, the first movie and just everything about it was, uh, I don't think I've experienced anything quite like it since just because of what was going on at that time. Now let's really just sit down and talk about the movie now for a moment and we'll, we'll jump in and out of different nostalgic things and, and certain you know, tidbits about the movie that I found uh, very interesting now looking back. But if you are listening to this and you really don't know what I'm talking about when I am mentioning Pokemon the first movie, Mewtwo Strikes Back. Uh, which was the original release name. Um, it is a film uh, that came out in 1998, a Japanese anime film. Um, it was first released in Japan on July 18th, 1998. Um, on July 8th, 1999, a complete version of the film aired on Japanese television. In addition to an added prologue, the updated version included new animation and CGI graphics. The English language adapt which is the English dub, pretty much, uh, was produced by Nintendo and for kids entertainment and licensed by Warner Brothers. And it was released uh, in North America on November 10th, 1999. You know, it was very interesting. I found out like on a lot of the posters that you look up, it says November 12th. Well, there was a long weekend and uh, they bumped the release date to the 10th instead of the 12th to play off of the long weekend and also because of that um there's this thing called the pokey flu 
which is what it was referenced to, but it basically was when the movie came out, I think it came out on a school day. Uh, I think it was like a Wednesday or something like that. And anyways, so many kids did not show up to school that day just so that their parents could take them to see this movie. So it was like this crazy uh, amount of children that were just like, yo, screw school. Yo, mom and dad, take me to see Pokemon. So nobody was at school that day. So they called it the Poke Flu. So I, I can't remember if that happened to me. Um, I thought I should remember that, but who knows? Uh, if you guys listening did skip school to go see this movie, please tell me. Uh, I want to know how many of you were a part of the uh, Poke Flu craze uh, at that time. So. Continuing on, though, about this movie, in case you don't know much about it, uh, this movie, the events of the film at least, take place during the first season of Pokemon. Uh, The film primarily consists of three segments. So we got this Pikachu's Vacation. (laughs) It was a 21-minute feature uh, focusing on the series mascot Pikachu. Uh, then after that, we had the origin of Mewtwo, the 10-minute prologue added to the complete version of the film. And then we got Mewtwo Strikes Back, the main 75-minute film feature. Overseas, though, the prologue can only be seen as a bonus short in DVD versions of Pokemon Mewtwo Returns. See, in Japan, Mewtwo Strikes Back was positively received with praise directed at the film's emotional impact and exploration of ethical topics such as cloning and genetic modification. However, the English language version received generally negative reviews from film critics with Much of the criticism pointed at the anti-violence message in a film about Pokemon. Despite the reviews, it was a box office success worldwide, topping the box office charts in its opening weekend and eventually grossing, like I mentioned earlier, $172 million at the worldwide box office. It also sold 10 million home video units in the United States, including 4.2 million VHS sales and earned $58.8 million in 2000. Um, It was bonkers, okay? Just straight crazy. So much went into that movie as far as marketing, as far as just like benefiting off of all the things that were popular at the time with the video games and the cards and in the show because this movie involves characters from the show like ash brock and misty um but that was the interesting thing about the differences between the movie um that i I thought that i needed to point out because i didn't really know that there was many differences between the japanese version and the american version or the you know english version and i i've heard different things about how they've changed the dialogue because um warner brothers was like okay we don't really have a clear distinct villain because mewtwo kind of takes on this like frankenstein type um story where he was created in a lab uh almost like a well he's a clone but frankenstein's not but you know put together and then like wants to do his own things you know kind of becomes self-aware of you know hey you know these people created me and they can think they they control me 
but you know that's not the case um but i don't think in the japanese version he was so you know world domination screw pokemon screw like humans that i think that was like warner brothers was like hey you need to change something about this uh, guy we need a villain so they they really changed up mewtwo and and it really led to that whole controversial uh theme of anti-violence which is a good message and i mean this is a children's movie at heart and aimed and geared towards younger audiences so i mean that's a cool message like you know talk about your problems we don't need to fight fighting isn't the only solution i got that and upon re-watching the film that uh i don't know it just is really really cheesy to me now uh, watching it <laughs> and just kind of because of what I think most people acknowledged even back then that like Pokemon has a lot to do with fighting and battling and yes people in this world collect Pokemon and yes you know it, it, it's it's definitely a good message to practice nonviolence, but I mean, such a contradiction to what your franchise is and, and what you encourage. I, I know it's not, you got to battle them all, you got to catch them all, but most people, especially if you play the card game, if you watch the shows, because every show, Ash, you know, every episode, Ash is fighting Pokemon with his own Pokemon. Now, there's a whole different dynamic with Ash and, and, and the way he treats his Pokemon compared to others, but, you know, there's still going to be battling, um, and, and that's what it is. So, it was kind of weird that they all, like, Mewtwo and them were like, yes, fighting, so bad, stop fighting, and everybody, even, like, Jesse and James are like, we're never going to fight again. But, um, so, there's a quote that says, like, the people at Warner also gave us some hassle over the script. According to them, the Japanese original does not distinguish clearly enough between the good guys and the bad. Such a movie would not be successful in a multi-ethnic country like the United States. They insisted because the viewers would not know who to identify with and who to cheer on. In other words, the heroes and villains needed to be identified clearly. So that's where we got... Um, you know the version of Mewtwo that we got and I'm reading this from denofgeek.com but it goes on to say in the article to this end the Pokemon movie was extensively rewritten to cast Mewtwo as a more generic villain who wants to take over the planet the original opening a prologue originally intended to introduce Mewtwo's backstory in the TV series but added to the Japanese film when the series was put on hiatus was also dropped from the U.S. Uh, theater cut, possibly so that the story could get to franchise heroes Ash and Pikachu more swiftly. Um, <laughs> and plus, that it even mentions it here, but the Pikachu's vacation was just for kids, and rewatching it is completely skip skippable, and um, it's also just I don't know. I I don't know how I feel about short films or featurettes at the beginning of a film you know i kind of just want to get into the movie but that's just me so it was interesting and i think we tend to forget when things come from uh well when the original source comes from another country or something like that and you know it gets dubbed over they can change different lines and even change the direction of the story and to learn that that's what they've done with mewtwo 
And yeah, even though he's like this experiment and you kind of feel bad for him in in that sense, it's kind of like with Frankenstein. I mean, the story is basically scientists uh, create a new Pokemon, uh, but then he like rebels against them and he rebels not only against them, but Pokemon in general, just everything. He's like, you know, I'm so powerful. I'm going to do my own thing. And um it, so it's it's a lot clearer like oh this is the bad guy ash and them need to stop him and then they you know the whole removal of the prologue was interesting to me because i still haven't really seen that because i think that it's a whole different thing like it's like mewtwo with a little girl like it's a it's like a separate thing from what we see with the laboratory and the opening with mewtwo breaking out and destroying the island and doing his own thing setting up the movie um, I thought that was a prologue, you know, and I think that kind of is in its own way, but there's m- stuff missing from it. So yeah, uh, I'm going to try to find that. I should have looked into that more before I said I recorded, but um, I thought the prologue was what I saw until, you know, further investigation. Anyways, tell me what you guys think about that. And do you like it that they changed Mewtwo and that some of these stories and characters get changed when they get you know brought from overseas and stuff and that's just how it goes um but i think it's just like the whole tone has changed and the whole message of nonviolence, even though it's a good message is just doesn't fit like what pokemon is not that pokemon's about violence because pokemon don't fight to kill like in the games and everything especially at that point before more lore and back stories were developed you know the pokemon fainted and you don't kill the pokemon and so like it, it's just like a boxer you know it's like a competition violence in a sense but anyways let's focus on you two strikes back so i just thought that was important to bring up the differences between them because i wasn't really aware of those and uh that really makes it interesting because then everybody has seen a different version a Pokemon the first movie in, in, a, in a certain kind of way. But um, let's just run through what this movie is about. Okay, so the scientists, they create Mewtwo. Uh, Giovanni, the, that he's like the leader of Team Rocket. He's like the big bad. He is doing that. He wants to make a Pokemon that he can control. Uh, so they gather DNA, almost like Jurassic Park, <laughs> from one of the, at the time, most rare pokemon uh the rarest of all uh mew which is a psychic type pokemon um and so we get all that and then we get the laboratory scene with mewtwo waking up and he's like whoa um this isn't cool i don't like you know being controlled this isn't my destiny this isn't my purpose uh he revolts and uh then he goes on to escape but he kills everyone uh blows up the whole laboratory makes his own little castle on that island then he goes on to pull off some other shenanigans he like kidnaps and brainwashes nurse joy or one of the nurse joys brings her to this island uh then sends out these hologram invitations to come out and participate in this like pokemon tournament uh ash and his friends are obviously in that invitation. And so then, yeah, then we get Ash and them 
trying to get to the island. There's a big storm. Team Rocket's there. They get to the island. They get introduced to Mewtwo and they find out, oh, this dude is a bad guy. And here are his true intentions. Like he wants to eliminate humanity and any Pokemon loyal to humans. So that's Pikachu and all of his friends <laughs> and everybody there. Um, so Mewtwo is pretty OP. Not only is he OP, he's been cloning other Pokemon. Uh, almost like he wants to eliminate the the actual Pokemon and just start over with like clone Pokemon. So it's a it's a generic villain motivation and plan, I think. You know, like that whole scheme. Well, basically, you know, they, they after some fighting and stuff, and then trying to capture all those Pokemon that they brought to the island. Mewtwo's trying to like clone them all, so. There's all that going on and then Mew drops in and like that. It's almost like Mewtwo was baiting him. He's like, yo, I want this dude. I want to see who the original Mew is. I'm Mewtwo, but I'm better than him. And anyways, so all the Pokemon start fighting and that's kind of cool. Seeing them fight their clones and stuff like that. That was, that was kind of fun as a kid, you know, Charizard versus a Charizard and all that good stuff. I mean, there's not too much to distinguish what the clone is. They just have like these like different markings on them. Um, which is, you know, I, I kind of wanted to see a little bit of like a mutation, like a, like it's a Charizard, but it's, you can tell like it's different. But hey, you know, we we got what we got, and it's all good. <laughs> so anyways, uh, getting back to that. Uh, so the only two Pokemon that aren't choosing to fight their counterpart or their clone is Pikachu and Meowth. Um, Meowth, uh, who makes peace with his own clone, after realizing that there's no point in fighting, um, horrified at the pain and anguish felt on both sides of the battle. Ash puts himself in between a psychic blast caused by Mewtwo and Mew's fighting, leading to Ash to become petrified. I think he basically dies. <laughs> I think this is a time where Ash was killed. But I guess like by being petrified, you're just being frozen, you know, but who knows? Pikachu tried to revive Ash with uh, his electricity, but it fails. However, the tears of a Pokemon, per a legend mentioned earlier in the movie, are able to heal and revive Ash. Now, I heard that legend is related to Vikings. So, something about that correlate, and that's kind of why Jesse and James are wearing Viking gear. Uh, but I forgot what the legend is. Anyways... It brings back Ash. Moved by Ash's sacrifice, Mewtwo realizes that he should not have to be judged by his origins, but rather his choices in life. So it's not ab about, you know, where you were born, what you look like, and all that other stuff. It's about what you do. And departing with Mew and the clones, Mewtwo returns back time to just before the trainers leave uh the where they the the whole old shore wharf and erases everyone's memories of the event uh so yeah so that's it he just kind of realizes like oh f violence and fighting is bad and there's no point and humans can be good look ash like tried to sacrifice himself and 
So that whole part of the movie can be a little cheesy, but I mean, as a kid, it was cool, man. And I mean, that was it. There's certain things that, you know, looking back on, I don't know how much I would enjoy them if I were to have seen them as an adult first. But that's okay, because it doesn't matter. Because no matter how kind of bad this movie is, I think, <laughs> I think it's still just good if you're a Pokemon fan. Because at that time, like like I've mentioned, like that was the peak of excitement. Like the fact that we were getting a movie and it was going into the theaters. You know, as long as I saw those Pokemon on the big screen and I saw certain characters and things that I recognized and, you know, just getting all these different elements, you know, with uh, more Pokemon. Because Mewtwo, I think at that time, had not really been introduced to anything. Um, and legendary Pokemon were still br brand new in a lot of ways because I think we're about to transition into the second generation around that time because uh, Pokemon 2000 was right around the corner. Like at the end of the VHS, there's a trailer for Pokemon 2000, which has like gold and silver Pokemon and stuff like that. So, you know, uh, it was just for all it's worth, just a pure nostalgic experience for me now. So what I just witnessed after watching it a couple more times, after not seeing it for years, you know, I, I don't think it will change the way I look and feel about the movie. I know that from outsiders looking in, Pokemon the first movie may not be a good movie or something people enjoy unless you're into Pokemon and unless you're into, you know, that kind of uh, culture and entertainment. Because, I mean, look, on Rotten Tomatoes, Pokemon the first movie has 15% on Rotten Tomatoes. And you guys know how I feel about different numbers like that but it, hey man it's just it is what it is but you know the i've come to learn now that certain things aren't for everyone and that's okay but then we still have everyone trying to give their own opinion and their two cents on everything and that that applies to different reviewers and critics and different things like that that's why I'm a, a little bit more uh, selective of what I want to talk about on Wonder Soul because, you know, I'm not a professional film critic or anything like that. This was more going down memory lane, remembering where I was in my life at that time, what was going on, and just the excitement, and just certain sights and sounds from watching this movie now as an adult, just... Uh, really satisfy a nostalgic um quest uh, you know to try to reach those highs again you know because of the excitement of a new pokemon coming out uh you know nothing quite peaks that saga of the fandom for me for pokemon that the the early generations the late 90s early 2000s and from here and there, different times, like when Pokemon Go came out, that was really cool to see so many people, you know, be outdoors and fans of Pokemon or participating in it. And that was 
crazy and the you know getting more games is awesome and just to see new generations get introduced to pokemon and to be part of that first group and i think that's why after mewtwo strikes back after pokemon the first movie and that you know 151 versus 150 the mew versus mewtwo way they were promoting it uh, you know, Pokemon changed for me because then it became, there was just so many Pokemon and there were so many different games and so many things that if I wasn't actively being a fan of, you know, it's easy to, to uh, get, I wouldn't say confused, but overwhelmed and just like, uh, I'm not sure really what's going on. Um, and that's where I want to say, hold up. Shout out to all of the parents that took their kids to this movie, that pulled them out of school, that sat through that movie, gosh, knows how many times in the theater and at home. Um, you know, just big shout outs to you. You you are the MVPs <laughs> of everything here. Um, but yeah, so it, it's just, it was fun watching it again. And it's funny, even if it isn't as good as I recall, it's still just fun and good for what it is and what it was made for and who it was made for. You know, kids will always find something in Pokemon, I think. I think there's just so many elements in there that just capture a younger audience's uh, sense of curiosity and adventure. And uh, seeing those characters and stories on the big screen for the first time uh, in that atmosphere, it was just, you know, nothing really can top that or nothing has yet. So, um, am I going to review and give a rating for this movie? No, because why, you know, it's different for everyone that obviously now after finding out the different versions of this film and what went into the production and the, the, you know, just thinking about that time and that 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 whole saga of Pokemon, <laughs> it's it, it was well worth it for that, and so it was just a movie that I was happy to sit down and revisit, and um, I hope you do the same. If you haven't seen Pokemon the first movie in a long time, please take some time in the near future and check it out again. And if you haven't seen it, yeah, ever. Uh, I would like to hear your opinions on it from somebody who didn't see it in theaters back, you know, in the late 90s. But I, I really just wanted to talk about the film and, and go through it again and point out some information that I don't think many people casually know, especially if you were a part of that generation that experienced the film in theaters because information wasn't <laughs> like how it is now as accessible and especially for kids so um interesting what a crazy ride uh pokemon the first movie uh thank you for everything you did uh and even though you have this weird contradiction uh in your film you know mewtwo is one of my favorite pokemon i think it's because of that movie and just how OP the dude can erase people's minds, people. I mean, he can do whatever he wants. Watch Detective Pikachu, okay? <laughs> but yeah, it's a it's a cool time to be a fan of a lot of these different things, especially when you were so into them when you were growing up. You know, Pokemon, anime, and so many other things, video games in general. Being where they are now, um, it's just been a cool week 
in lead up to the new Pokemon Sword and Shield. So depending on when you're listening to this episode, I hope you uh, enjoy the new Pokemon game. And I hope that if you are a Pokemon fan or was even, that you take some time to revisit some of these things. Even if you are an adult now and even if you are busy, just take some time um, to revisit some of these childhood uh experiences uh watch an old movie you haven't seen since you were a kid you know play a game you haven't played for years or read a book you haven't read uh in forever you know just there's something about revisiting some of these things that played a huge part in your upbringing and childhood and all the fun and excitement that you got to share with so many of your friends growing up and family uh it's fun and i love that and you can call it nostalgia you can call it whatever you want I think it's just important to never lose those parts of us and forget those memories and feelings that we experienced early on in life. No matter how old and how busy and how life changes, I think it's just so it's fun to look back. And uh, yeah, so enjoy Pokemon Sword and Shield. Check out Pokemon the first movie. And I hope you look forward to more episodes of Wonder Soul and who knows, some more Pokemon content in some kind of way. Uh, Regardless, thank you guys for giving me your time and attention. You guys have a good day or good night. Do good. Take care. Thank you for listening to Wonder Soul. Connect with the podcast through social media. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Search Wonder Soul. If you enjoyed this episode, please share, rate, and review. You can find us on YouTube and Twitch. We appreciate your support. Wonder Soul hopes you have yourself a good day.